0: Hey all you nerds out there, are you looking for more wrestling content or podcasts? Then go on over to Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, and SoundCloud. And check out NXT and We with PJ and Brett. These fellow nerds review every single NXT episode and also have their very own wrestling interview series, among other fun stuff. So, go check out NXT and We today with PJ and Brett. Also, A-Rock Designs, I want to take a minute to give a quick shout out. To A Rock Designs. That is spelled A R O C K K Designs. A Rock Designs is ran by Ashley Rodriguez. She makes all those cool wrestling cups you see floating around. So, if you want to get your hands on any custom merchandise, hit up Ashley Rodriguez at A Rock Designs. If you can think it, she can make it. Last but not least, do you love wrestling and do you want to talk more about wrestling? Then head on over to Wrestling Review Society on Facebook. WRS is ran by my good friend, Kevin Rodriguez. Kevin interviews your fave pro wrestlers every week and has the most amazing free, that's right, free giveaway. All you have to do is join Wrestling Review Society on Facebook and you could be the next big winner. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo, design, flyers, e commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com Design by Dunbar. Hey
1: guys, this is Antoine Nicholas. You are listening to the Nerds of Wrestling podcast.
0: And welcome to episode 23 of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this very time is Antoine Nicholas. Did I say that right? i uh, very close. It's Antoine Nicholas. Antoine, uh- Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got that for now. Um, what's going on, bro? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, man? Uh, yeah, doing pretty good. You know, uh, doing the best I can through these tough times, but, you know, just living living day by day you know
1: yeah absolutely yeah
0: what have you yeah what have you been up to this whole time
1: well uh for me i've been honestly it's uh, for right now i've been running a lot of errands actually but uh i actually moved outside of new england uh unfortunately due to the whole covid thing um i like many others have lost my regular daytime job uh so um I moved out here where it's a lot cheaper for me to live. I have uh, more family. Uh, So I'm just kind of getting settled in. And I just been doing a lot of running around lately. Other than that, I've just been staying inside though.
0: So So, what did you do for your day job?
1: Uh, I'm actually an aircraft mechanic. Uh, So imagine that the one job that i never actually thought I would ever end up losing. Um, (laughs) Nobody wants to fly during these times, at least at first anyway. So, uh, Yeah, I ended up uh, being one of the guys that were kind of cut because I was kind of still green, pretty new to the whole thing. I just got my license like two years ago, uh, and there are a lot more um, seasoned veterans, I guess, if you will, um, that work there, that know what they're doing a lot more than I do. So me, along with a lot of other people, were kind of cut because of that.
0: It happens, bro. You're not the only person who... uh... Yeah. You know, at least, you know, that's 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 like a plus side, I guess. You know, like, hey, you know, I'm not the only person, so it, it happens. Yeah, no yeah. worries. Yeah. How, how did you get into that? What made you want to do that? Um, so, growing up, my dad was
1: actually in the Air Force. Um, and so we... It's not the fact that he was in the Air Force. It's just the fact that we did a lot of traveling. Uh, for example, I used to live in England. Um, so, I remember getting onto the plane uh it was a huge plane and i got the window seats uh and it was an eight hour flight out of atlanta and i just got to be mesmerized by like oh my god we're in the air like thousands of feet and there's water and what the heck are those wings doing so like i (laughs) have been curious uh for a long time of like how planes work and outside of like professional wrestling um I didn't really know what else I wanted to do getting out of high school. So I was just like, well, I've always been curious about planes, so why not get into it? And so, like, once I started going to school for it, uh, I got a lot more interested in it. So that's basically how it happened for me.
0: Dude, that's fucking awesome, dude. Like, did you fly a lot as a kid?
1: Yeah, dude, we, oh, man, we, uh, gosh, uh, we, I can't, I can't even count with my, with my Two hands, how many places I've lived in since my childhood, man. Like, it's it's been, yeah, I've been all over the place.
0: That's awesome. I, I've only been on the plane once, and that was to uh, California, and I was about nine. And yeah, I'm ah, 25 now, so.
1: You're 25? Oh, okay, that's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, 25. Uh, I've been on the plane since.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Do you remember, remember how that went your first time? Uh. uh yeah, kind of. I mean, I just remember it was, like, really cool. And uh, I like how the pl- how the plane kind of took off, like, when it started speeding up and just going in the air. Yeah. You know, that that was pretty cool. But other than that, I don't really remember much in, in the plane. I just remember, you know, California. Yeah. Well, California is probably a lot more exciting than just a plane ride, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how long the plane ride was initially, but I just, like I said, I just remember how cool California was, so I really want to go back eventually.
1: Yeah, dude, you should definitely uh, try Well, I mean, obviously, when this whole thing blows over, uh, highly
0: recommend. California's fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. my Yeah, my cousins are there, so I, I, I have a place to stay when I go up there, so that's a plus. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> so let's talk about you, man. Talk about some wrestling. Uh, first off, have you been keeping up with the current product that has been on?
1: Of course. Uh, I definitely have. I mean, just, I, I first off... Uh, As much as possible, I try to be a student of the game uh, itself. So, I mean, I definitely try to keep up with what's is going on now. Let alone like what has happened in the past, stuff that I haven't watched. So, I kind of go back a little bit before I was born sometimes, and I try to watch a little bit of stuff just to get a little more psychology down. Because um, as much as they still use it today, um, I just want to just more or less kind of figure out a lot of different things to to kind of uh maybe tweak uh on my own as far as like going into my matches and stuff like that so yeah i definitely keep up and i and i I still watch stuff from the past too
0: did you um did you get a chance to check out um money in the bank last week yes (laughs) (laughs) yes real quick (laughs) were you a fan
1: uh yeah actually i I really like the dynamic of it it was actually pretty fun to watch uh because you know I, I was thinking it was gonna i mean granted i guess it was still kind of like two separate matches but like when you saw the the men's money in the bank and the women's and they kind of like met in the same room or whatever and they started having a food fight with paul Heyman in there i was like i was like what is going on here um so it was actually really uh i was entertained i was really uh excited about it it was fun
0: yeah it was kind of a lot to take in because there's so much happening at once um and everything I, I told you know people in my uh, podcast I done before I was like I was a fan of it. It just they could have done a little more in the outcome. I just wasn't a fan of the outcome at the end. But hey, you know, like it is what it is.
1: I think um the if you're talking about the the men's um, the men the men's yeah um, okay I think that dynamic too is kind of, is funny because that's actually not something that you you haven't actually seen before. I think in one time um John Cena accidentally like got the money in the bank somehow uh like it broke off or something. Yeah. Um, but you've never seen anything where like, oh hey, it slips out of AJ Styles' <laughs> hands and ends up on Otis and it's like, oh what the heck like I thought AJ had it. I was like, okay, well that you know that makes sense. And then Otis had it, I was like, whoa. Well, what (laughs) i was like where did that come from so that's interesting I, i like how they did that um yeah i definitely like how they did that it was it was just weird i think it's different which is why i liked it because i mean what have we seen for the past at least seven years of money in the bank with people just like you know they're beating everybody up and then they they climb the ladder they get you know they get their spot um so this one was a little bit different from from what I'm used to saying. So, I, I mean, a lot of people I know, I hear a lot of uh, diverse opinions about it. But this one I thought was pretty new- unique. So I, I really liked it.
0: I love that um, that take on it, man. Who were your choices going into the, the Money in the Bank?
1: Well, I mean, it made sense, honestly, for me. Um, it, you know, AJ Styles has been a top guy for a while. So uh, he was like a guy that I was like, okay, well, that would make sense um Baron Corbin has has had a one hell of a run lately so I think that he was gonna end up being like another guy um I was really hoping uh for a little for a a little bit more for Alistair back uh, Wow, Alistair Black um that would have been really cool to see him uh in the championship picture um but you know what I still see him getting something in the in, in the in the long run definitely so um I was hoping for him, or even Daniel Bryan. Actually, I really liked how they paired those two off together because they're both like martial artists. Yeah. So it was really cool to see those two fight. Uh, gosh, yeah, I have a lot uh, <laughs> that I could go on and on. No, dude, this.
0: it's awesome, man. I, I love, I love your, um, I love your intake on the wrestling. My choices were um, same as you. Um, Alistair Black, and my the choice of the women's was um Lacey Evans. Um, less Lacey Evans.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I said yeah. that right
1: no no you got it you got it <laughs> um uh Jeez, oh, who was my oscar i've been a fan of since day one so i'm actually pretty happy with the, uh, her her winning it um i i also like the dynamic of of that one kind of as well uh how i mean oscar first off the fact that she started off on that ledge and then just you know cross-bodied everybody that was pretty cool um And then, I feel like Asuka, by herself, is just a weird character. (laughs)
0: 100%.
1: All that that dancing she does, I'm just like, where where did any of this come from? But I I really like it. Um, uh, Let's see, who else, though, um, was I thinking? Uh, Let's see. Baszler already got her shot, more or less.
0: Uh, Yeah, a lot of people were choosing her and um, Dana Brooke.
1: You know, it would be really cool if Dana could uh, have stepped up. I've been, I kind of, I kind of feel bad for Dana, to be honest, um, a little bit, just because uh, I feel like she has tried a lot. It's just maybe I, I don't know what goes on out there, man. Like, so just I don't know if it's politics or if it's like just one thing or another. Something happens in the ring. Maybe she needs a little bit more training or something. But she seems to be working her butt off to to try to get a spot. I mean, I see her on social media all the time trying to, like, pitch something. So, get something started. But, um, you know, either way, I mean, I, I, <laughs> it's Dana Brooks, so, I mean, she's yeah. gonna get what she gets, I
0: guess. 100%, man. I uh, love your, your whole outtake on Money in the Bank, man. Um, you yeah. know, good matches beforehand, too. Uh, the matches beforehand were fantastic.
1: Yeah, I really liked, uh, I really liked those matches as well. Um, Gosh, I can't really think of any any one particular that uh, stood out to me. I, I honestly just uh, I I don't know. I just liked all of them. Um, the I I really do see something stirring up with the whole Bailey and Sasha thing. Of course, uh, as everybody could probably foresee, but. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot there's there's a lot of good matches that, that happened in that in that uh that pay per
0: view. Yeah, you know, they <laughs> they definitely stepped up. But let's you know, we'll go back to WWE soon. Now uh, tell us more about you, man. Um what what made you want to become a professional wrestler?
1: Uh so it's funny 'cause I feel like I feel like the story kinda it was more or less the same with a lot of people. Um but for me, the moment I fell in love with wrestling, uh mostly was like i just remember being like three or four years old um i was just in my living room with my siblings playing you know with toys or whatever uh, and then i see my dad sitting down he's like on on a one of those uh leverage chairs that you can just kick your feet up with or whatever yep um and he's just laughing and all this other stuff. I'm just like, what the heck is he laughing at? So I just like look at the TV and it's the DX doing something silly. And then uh I drop something, or whatever toy I'm playing with, and then I get up on my dad's lap and then I just start watching with my jaw dropped. And I'm just in awe of like these larger than life characters and uh I-, I just fell in love with it then. Um, and ever since then, like, you go to school and you get the whole, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, I mean, honestly, I, I just said that I wanted to be a professional wrestler, so it kind of sims from there, honestly, that's when I really wanted to become it.
0: Is there any other wrestlers that, like, really stuck out to you when you started watching?
1: Um, so, I, you know, I'm a 90s baby, so I kind of grew up in the Attitude Era, more or less. My favorite wrestler of all time is Triple H, um, for me i don't know it was his size it was the cool hair it was the spitting of the water uh it's not like he had the greatest like promos or anything like that but for some reason i i kind of drew myself to him uh whenever he spoke uh and not just that but like you can just i don't know i for me i just felt how serious he was whenever he would speak and and just being a heel he was just so good at it um but obviously, everybody else like uh, Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold. Um, those guys were great. Jericho was also another big one that I feel even at that time was maybe a little underrated, uh, to be honest. But uh, he was still like kind of hanging with the big dog. It's just like I feel like in those conversations of the greatest of all times, like when it comes to the Attitude Era, he's not mentioned as much. But I feel like he had a lot uh him as well as mankind, or you know Mick foley uh had a lot to do with it as well
0: so some those yeah. are some yeah those are some solid choices, man, you know, big names obviously in the uh in the world of professional wrestling, even to this day um yeah, you know Absolutely. like like how was how did your training pick up like um how old are you when you decided like, okay, this is like something serious, I'm gonna do it, and were your parents on board with it?
1: Um, I have a similar story like everybody else, honestly. Uh, The whole thing with as far as like parents being on board. Well, my mom was, she wasn't completely on board. She was just like, okay, well, you know, whatever, if you really want to. Uh, My dad was like, bro, go for it. Because, you know, my my dad was uh, just as big of a fan as I was growing up. He's the one that got me into it. Um, uh, When I actually decided I was going to do it was actually right after i graduated school it's just like when when i when i graduated school uh i was just like wow it's about time because i'm not really a school guy to be honest i i i I, for some reason i um it's not like i got in trouble or anything like that it's just i really hated doing homework (laughs) don't we all yeah basically um so like uh i after, after school, I was like, wow, it's about time. And then it's just like, oh, what are you going to do? Uh, and at the time, I didn't know because I definitely didn't want to go to college or anything like that. Um, I just knew that I wanted to wrestle, but I didn't know, like, how I was going to get into it or anything like that. So for the time being, I was just working, like, at a Burger King or something like that, just kind of saving money, just getting myself responsible, getting a car and all this other stuff. Um, and then I was like, man, there has to be, like a school or something like that for professional wrestling. So I just kinda looked it up at the time and I uh I graduated in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Oh wow. Forty minutes away from Denver. Uh so it's not really um it wasn't really that far from Denver or anything like that. But uh I actually found the first school I found was um a school that was in Colorado Springs, but like it shut down within a month of me finding out and like actually going there to train um and so because i i, I don't know i think it had something to do with like not only just politics but people not paying their dues and all this other stuff so it wasn't really that big of a of a deal um and then i went out to uh denver 40 minutes away which wasn't really a big deal um and uh i found a school actually along with one other dude that was that i was training with at the time um and they had a school it was called primo's primo's wrestling i believe uh they did a lot of it was a mix between like they had a lot of lucha guys there uh and then they also uh did more so like hardcore type stuff almost like ecw stuff um and I think it still runs today. I just don't know if it runs under the same banner or if it's named something else. And I don't know if they uh, still do the hardcore stuff or anything like that. And you know what? I'll give them a little credit for like teaching me some stuff. Um, but uh, I shortly found out that I was just like, you know, I love wrestling. It's just I, 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 I already knew that at the time. Um, hardcore wrestling wasn't really the thing that was popping everybody nowadays. It was regular WWE style professional wrestling and that's basically what you know what I grew up watching that's what I grew up wanting to be in so I I knew that at that time in 2011 when I graduated ECW already passed so that wasn't gonna be a thing um (laughs) so um I decided to more or less find another school and I found uh I found out actually that uh there was a place that I, I think Bobby Lashley owned or something, but basically, um, Bobby Lashley was a guy that was, uh, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of American top team. Um, but that is like a place for mixed martial artists, wrestlers, not like, not like professional wrestling normally, but like, uh, just, you know, Matt wrestlers, like, uh, Olympic wrestlers or whatever. Um, or I guess we'll call it collegiate wrestling. Um, they did judo there. They had an octagon. They had a boxing ring, and then you know I think because of popularity, they had a professional wrestling ring, which was really cool. It was, it was a really professional setup, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. They even had like punching bags that, that were set up in places. I was like, man, I could, I could do everything here. <laughs> uh, so that was really cool. Uh, so and and I've only gotten able to like. Uh, more or less learn under the tree of Bobby Lashley like once I think out of that whole time just because at that time he was focused on MMA so he was working with a lot of the guys that were doing the amateur wrestling or the uh or the uh the mixed martial arts or judo or 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 what have you jiu-jitsu too sorry I forgot to mention that um so I saw him often but I also only got to actually be in the ring with him once, uh, and, and actually just kinda talk with him and him show me a few things here and there. So he, he had a guy that was his head trainer and they were also pretty good and they taught me uh a bit of the basics. So that's more or less how I kinda got my real start, I guess, in, in wrestling. Um, as far as like training wise, but um that was also short lived slightly, uh, because at that time, um, I forgot. I forgot what happened, but basically, uh, I was living with my dad at the time. He moved up to New England uh, with his new wife at the time, um, where and, and most of his family is, is basically from up here. Um, so, I eventually couldn't afford to like just be out on my own working at a Burger King and and and, uh, and trying to you know wrestle. Uh, so, I ended up. Um, going down to Georgia to live with my mom for like about three months. Got like a work-at-home job that was pretty cool uh, where I could just kind of travel and work if I if I needed. Uh, I eventually found – I was like thinking at that time, like would I really want to train? Um, and it could have been anywhere in the U.S., but I was just like, all right, well, where did Triple H train? And it was – basically um what eventually became the New England Pro Wrestling Academy uh sort of um but either way I found I looked up the school uh I found all the accolades they had from like all the people that has been through the school and that has you know gone to do bigger things uh and I decided that that's where I wanted to go and so when I moved um within a month I was starting to train under Brian Fury at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy.
0: Wow. Oof. Dude know. <laughs> You went through a lot there, man. To, you know, you know, you trained you got to train, you know, you said Colorado up there. You know, you trained a little bit with Lashley yeah. at his school. You got to witness yeah. some pretty cool things up there. And then, you know, you know, shortly after you said, Okay, I'm just gonna move to New England after you you know, you realize like I don't know if I want to work, you know, in Georgia. And very cool. Very cool, man. Um, how was, you know, when you came up to New England, like, what was your initial thought process? Like, okay, this is real. I'm I'm really going to start doing this for real, for real. Again.
1: Yeah, so, um, again, all I knew is I, I, I wanted to wrestle. Uh, and since I especially found, especially finding uh, a wrestling school, in in Colorado I was like well there damn well better be one in, in New England for sure um so I mean again the whole thing was just like a, a thing of research really and that I did the research prior to actually moving to New England that's when I was in um that's when I was in uh Georgia uh I just uh so I moved I, knew, I moved from Colorado to Georgia uh and then when I was down there you know getting myself all like settled in with this new job um I was like, all right, well, I know I'm not going to stay here for my, for long. Um, at that time, I don't even think wrestling, wrestling was a huge hotbed down in Georgia like it is now. Um, well, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it a hotbed, but they have a lot more promotions that are actually good down there, it seems like, um, than they did at the time. Um, so I decided that I wanted to move up here. And so the that process was, all right, find a place go to a place train as like much as you possibly can um and basically i ended up going to i i I found the new england wrestling academy and i found out that they ran like three times a week uh and especially at first like i was going there twice a week at least so and they they're a great great place to train even start out for so yeah
0: I've heard amazing things about, you know, New England Pro Wrestling Academy and yeah, man, um New England, man, New England is huge on wrestling. Um and especially independent wrestling up here. We I think we're very fortunate to have such a vast amount of, you know, wrestling that we can choose from. Oh god, yeah. Up here so-, <laughs> so much. It's kind of overwhelming a little bit, but it's also very cool. You know, I,
1: I I love the wrestling scene up there. Uh, I mean, especially like because before I left, I was able to. There are a few places that I haven't actually checked off my my whole like wrestling bucket list for for New England, and I hope to uh, you know once this whole thing returns, uh, I'm sorry, returns once this whole thing blows over, uh, I hope to kind of make a, a a return to New England, not to live, because honestly, I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm in Texas right now, bro.
0: Oh shit, okay.
1: This, this heat is, is feeling real good right now, um, and it's not like overbearing heat either, it's just, but I heard you guys just barely got snow the other day, and I'm just like, gee, man, what the heck? It's May.
0: Yeah, we got so we got a little bit of snow. I mean, it didn't stick. It, it was like last Saturday. It was like a, some scattered snow showers. It didn't stick, and um, right now, actually, as we're talking, it's, I think we're getting some thunderstorms, but looking outside my window, it looks like it's sunny. think it's about 85 outside right now so it's pretty nice
1: Uh, well now finally you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) um
0: we have some crazy weather up in new england man
1: (laughs) yeah oh gosh yeah (laughs) i mean new New england's beautiful but like um the cold is one thing i was never really good with dealing with uh because i was born in california uh though i was mostly you know we traveled a lot for uh the military um uh it was mostly along the south namely georgia really uh where between georgia and florida is where i like mainly live so when i moved to new england i was like what why am i up here again (laughs) oh yeah wrestling well you're
0: lucky so (laughs) (laughs) i love that i'm pretty sure you heard the saying up in new england uh we say that if you don't like the weather wait wait five minutes or wait a minute yeah oh gosh because it could change like that oh, dude you have no <laughs> idea it's crazy i mean not drastically but you know like from rain to sun or like you know cold to hot it, yeah it, it's, it's really weird but it, you know i'm used to it i lived here my whole life <laughs> oh well there you go <laughs> so it, it is what it is no nah, but you know going back to wrestling man after you know you did your training at you know new england pro wrestling academy you did you know you got done when did they finally feel that you were ready to get booked in your first
1: match oh gosh man see here's where it gets uh i I would it's not really complicated okay so like fury was like hey you have gear uh and i was like no at the time i only had my singlet from when i used to wrestle in high school really uh and sometimes nationals uh Mm -hmm. and so i bought like knee pads and stuff like that so like the question came pretty quick of if i have gear uh And, hey, you going to this show? You going to that show? Um, And, you know, I'm... I was really dumb for this. And if there's anything I could do differently, it was to get on shows a lot sooner than I felt I was ready for. Because Fury wanted me on shows, gosh, probably within, like, three months of me getting there. Um, But I was like... uh, I told him, like, uh, I'm not, you know, ready or whatever. And and he pushed me. I just... uh, I just didn't, you know, I more or less just push pushed back, and I was like, no, no, like let me wait or whatever, because I, I at the time was like really always not only getting in my head, and I mean, and I guess I sometimes still do, but not as not nearly as much as I used to. But like um, when I, my thought process was uh, when I go out there, I do not want to mess up at all uh, in anything that I do. So if I do, if I'm still doing that in training, then i uh then i'm not ready um so it took me a while to actually start consistently getting on shows and stuff like that um but i mean fury Fury, he tried man he tried to push me
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome though man that's very cool that he that he did that you know that he saw that in you
1: yeah um I think he's quick to be able to like he's a pretty good teacher that he that he's quick to see uh more or less the potential in, in people especially when they first arrive. He can tell if like somebody's like dead serious about something or or he can tell if they're just there to have it as a hobby or if they're on the fence about what they want to do. Um but yeah, he he's he's pretty good about scouting that. He's such a great teacher, man.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, both, you know, trainer teacher, you know. Brett, he's a fantastic wrestler as well. Um oh God <laughs> You know what was your first uh, what was your first show when you finally were ready? What was your first match like? Oh, so actually
1: um my very first match uh gosh, I believe it was a student show that we did. Um it was I was in a tag match. It was uh me and Cam Zagami versus Flip Gordon and a guy named Brett Domino. Um and it was. It wasn't actually bad at all, uh, and it was funny too because, like, um, you know, I was training for for a while at that point. Where, like, though there was like a maybe a hiccup or two in the match, uh, I, and I was getting like the feedback from like Flip. Uh, one of the things he was like, "This this was your first match," and I was like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Oh man, I I thought you had many matches by now," and I was just like, "Oh well, I mean." No, not not yet, man. <laughs> so, um, it wasn't bad. I guess it's just like that. That was just the whole thing of me like uh, being in my head, thinking like, "Well, crap." Because if, if, if I was this type at that time, and sometimes still am, like if one thing messes up, then I'm just like I'm I'm thinking about that one thing all day. So, so I I, I hated doing that. But um, yeah. As far as that that my first match goes, it was it, it was pretty it was pretty good. I think.
0: That must have been pretty cool to hear that from Flip. You know, oh, I thought you had plenty of other matches, you know. That's that must have been like, oh, well, well shit, like okay. <laughs> I guess I'm doing something right.
1: Well, I mean, I guess there was two ways you, you, that I could have taken that. Um that uh and, and for me, I, I that was the issue, that was the issue with me being in my head like um so for me it was like oh I guess that's cool and then I was like well what does he mean that I should have had more matches by now that, that I wasn't good or something you know because again that was me so I uh, now just take things how they uh, as they are and I don't I don't overthink it as much so uh, yeah but that, it was it was actually pretty cool to have that match with Flip and it's funny too because uh, the type of gear that I had on at the time and the type of gear that he had on he was like why why are we not the ones tagging
0: like, oh,
1: that would have been cool
0: but, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Flip. You know, what were you saying? Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I just said Flip's awesome. Oh, yeah. Flip is great, dude. Yeah. Super, super cool guy. i I seen him wrestle at Northeast Wrestling. Jesus. More more times than I could count. And I'm so super proud that he's killing up in ROH. Oh, God. Yeah. You know. He's great. Oh Yeah. What was your, well, how about like your first promotion? Like, what was the first like promotion you got booked at? It was it was chaotic actually
1: um, so so this was at the time that they were kind of doing um, they were they were in New Hampshire a few times uh, and they had like Wednesday Wednesday nights at a place called chunkies up there so it's like a movie theater setup um, with like really like uh, really nice chairs <laughs> it was like a it was like eating eating dinner um with a movie. I don't know, it's it's weird, but uh basically we moved out all the all a bunch of the uh a bunch of the chairs and tables and stuff like that so we can fit the ring and uh it's kind of the guard setup and all that. Um and that's if you're wanting me to talk about that experience as well. Um
0: yeah, man, let's hear it.
1: So that's I gosh, what was my first one up there? It was a uh, jeez what's his name brick brick mastone you remember do you have you ever heard of him
0: yes i have yep
1: okay perfect uh yeah because he's such a nice guy as well um and that was my first experience uh and i mean i didn't win (laughs) of course i mean heck it's brick he's a a damn brick he's huge (laughs) so um no he 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 was really good though uh but yeah that match went actually pretty well um but as as somebody that was learning, there is obviously still stuff for me to work on. Um, but I didn't get any type of negative feedback at the time that would have made me get in my head or anything, <laughs> as I would have at the time. But um, yeah, no, it was it was a pretty good match.
0: That's awesome! I, I gotta know, man, how did you win? How did what? How did you go over? How did you win? Was a pinfall oh, no, submission?
1: No, I I didn't win.
0: No, oh, I thought you said you didn't win. My see, uh, okay.
1: He was, he was actually on the rise at that time, especially. Uh, and it's not like it was a squash match more or less between me and him, but it's just like, hey, here's this new kid trying to get a shot. Uh, but you know he had a lot of steam behind him, so you know he kind of he more or less overpowered me. Honestly,
0: <laughs> I feel dumb now. I thought you said you won. I'm like I heard it wrong. My bad. My my apologies, nerds. You're good, you're good, bro. <laughs> chaotic is such a fantastic promotion. Did you get the chance to work up there a lot?
1: no nah, no nah, not 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 unfortunately uh not with them um so gosh, man, a lot has happened since I've been uh in New England um, so when i and this more or less kind of goes into uh me. Uh, going to school and become an aircraft mechanic and all this other stuff. So basically, um, not too long into actually being in New England and training, uh, I found out that I was having my first kid, uh, with, with my girlfriend. And, um, so, you know, I, I, my work at home job definitely wouldn't have been enough to support, uh, uh, one kid, let alone myself, I guess. Um, but but definitely one kid. Um, and and I I grew up in a in a in a, in a military family um, where my dad was the one that was working all the time, and my mom was the one at home taking care of what I grew up with five five me and four other siblings. I'm a, I'm also a twin. But um, me too oh no way yeah (laughs) that's cool um but yeah i i was the youngest out of five uh including you know five minutes younger than my twin sister but uh she'll never let that go um (laughs) but uh my dad uh, was the only one that was working growing up and so not that they ever let us know that it was a struggle but it definitely was a struggle um and I didn't want that to be the case for my son, so that's where I was like, okay, well, you know, outside of wrestling, what do I really need to do uh, to be able to support my uh, to be able to support my son? And um, I decided that I was going to go to school for aircraft mechanics. Uh, so I basically told Fury that what the situation was. And, you know, obviously he understood because, you know, family comes first kind of thing. Uh, and, you know, I told him, you know, I'll come as often as I can, but I can't, you know, especially with school, with the amount of homework I'm going to have, uh, with the amount of bills I'm going to need to keep up with, with the stuff I'm going to have to prepare for, you know, just having a kid in general, like, you know, all the stuff you're going to diapers and, and cribs and all this other stuff you're going to have to get, um, you know i had to work a lot more than i could actually go to training uh and then i had to study a lot more <laughs> than i had to work and train so um i i made sporadic appearances uh so that kind of ended up um more or less holding me back i guess from being able to get on uh um chaotic more or less and that, along with the fact that especially during that time i got in my head so uh a lot of times when I would come back to training and stuff like that, first off, there's a lot of ring rust. And then on top of that, uh, I'm just getting in my head and getting upset with myself and not taking feedback well and stuff like that. So um, it took a very uh, big toll on me mentally. Um, So I I wasn't able to actually work uh, with Chaotic Wrestling, um, not nearly as much as I really wanted to. Um, so that's also still the goal to be able to like you know make a trip up to new england and, and and have a good match or two uh under the chaotic banner for sure
0: you i love i love just your story bro you took i mean you you did the right thing man your family does come first and congratulations on you know your son and everything um very cool you, after this you know you, you never know i mean you're definitely gonna get booked at more shows you know fury fury understands he's I mean, it sounds like you left on good terms.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I I'm not a shitbag. <laughs> <So laughs> at least I try not to be anyway. So I'm, I'm of course, I'm not gonna uh, give him a good old finger and be like, "Hey, thanks for you know nothing or whatever." No, he he taught me a lot, um, both inside and outside the ring. Like, just I mean, I, he taught me a lot more than I think he'll ever know. Uh, and for that, I'll fucking I'll forever love Brian Fury. Um, along with the you know the even the rest of the 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 trainers there they're really good at what they do especially at training uh i'll never be able to thank them enough for what they have taught me so like now being in texas you know whenever i'm able to actually go back to training i can take everything that i've learned from them and apply it uh to other places and then hopefully you know things can go up from there for me as far as wrestling
0: you're definitely going to kill it, you know, once everything goes back to normal, man. Um we have two we have two questions on Facebook um from the fellow nerds. I I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you saw them already. Um
1: Yeah.
0: One of them is from Ben. He wants to know what was your take on the rear end into the power bomb transition?
1: Okay. Um first off, I thought it was dope as hell, really. Um amazing. So- thank you um so yeah that was uh something i've because so the opponent i had armani chaos believe it or not he actually also trained under the new england wrestling academy so um i've not once had a match with him up until that day um but i have done a lot of studying because he as you guys can see he has a lot of charisma he has a lot of potential uh to become something really big um and um I, i basically studied him so much that i basically knew all of his moves so like when that one came up uh first off i have actually thought about doing that for a very long time um so to be honest i actually spoken to him like hey what if you ever you, you ever thought about like you know taking a power bomb out of that thing or not
0: nah? <laughs> <laughs> or not nah. uh,
1: he was he was like uh what and i was like all right well you know what um I guess you're gonna find out one day uh and basically that was the day because he he tried it and uh I was just like perfect (laughs) perfect time so um yeah it it went off way better than I thought it would uh because I'm not gonna lie I kind of had a backup plan if that didn't go well Um, but thankfully I didn't have to use it because it's uh that was like probably the highlight of the match for me, to be honest, because uh, that that was one thing I've been really just wanting to do for so long. And um, do you, did you guys see how he slapped me earlier in that match? <laughs> I did. I saw that match. Oh, yeah. No, he deserved that. He deserved
0: that <laughs> for sure. Um, I talked to Armani last week. Actually, he was on the podcast, and I, I asked him the same thing: how How did you guys do that move? Because, bro, I, I kid you not, I watched that spot at least fifty times over, and I am like, how though. <laughs> fuck did they do that especially you like i don't even know how you did that you took some weird turn or something and just perfect dude
1: um so gosh uh i don't even know how to describe it to be honest um it's just like i've I've been thinking about like um the i guess the idea i kind of got that from it wasn't from anybody specific nobody gave me the the idea at all it's just like i thought uh kind of like from Mm I. Kind of did that weird turn from like doing a little bit of chain wrestling, really. Um, so uh, there's a weird way that I got into a pin one time, and and for some reason, I thought of kind of like the way way he the way he does his rear view. I for some reason thought of kind of getting into that pin from there, and I was like, well, he's gonna be in the air, so it wouldn't really be a pin; it would be a. Power bomb and I was like, yo, that would be dope, <laughs> so that's kind of how that ended up turning out, really,
0: yeah dude like fantastic spot fantastic match man, but one hundred percent that was like that spot was a highlight i'm that was a that was the sickest shit i've ever seen i'm not i'm not gonna lie
1: i I really appreciate that man I can only i don't even know how to like up it from there to be honest <laughs> i'm sure
0: there's something to... i'm sure you'll think of something,
1: oh gosh I would have to <laughs> Get some access or some some uh, some advice from from my guy uh, Anthony Green because that guy's wicked creative. Uh, so he he would probably be the one I'd have to go to to, to be like, hey man, how can I? Uh, how do you think I can do better from there? Because <laughs> I don't know.
0: I mean, who would have ever thought of like you know a power bomb? You know, reversing a rear the rear view into a power bomb. I mean, I never would have thought about that.
1: I, it's weird too because like I. I, I don't know man I just It just popped in my head Like wow Wouldn't that be cool Yeah And And the fact that I was able To pull it off The way I did Was was really awesome too I was I was super happy with it
0: What and was rap. Yeah dude What was What was like your reaction When you saw it on video
1: Oh I was just like Oh my god I was like yes that, Okay Cause, Cause it looked Um More or less exactly How it felt Uh And I Oh man! When I saw that, I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Because cause, you know, when you're in the match, uh, you don't you don't, you 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 know what you're doing. You just can't see what you're doing because you're you're not looking at a third person's view. Um, so, the only thing I got out of that uh, was reaction from everybody else, where they're all like screaming at me or whatever um, <laughs> at the match, and I'm just like, "Oh well, you know, I guess that was kind of cool, whatever." Uh and I was just happy at that time that, you know, I was able to actually do it. Uh but when I looked back I was like, Oh wow, that holy crap. Yeah, that looks devastating. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: You, you, like I think you were like, like I posted it on Nerds of Wrestling on my group and you got like a lot of like like reactions, like holy shit, like wow that was sick. Like what a what a, what a sick spot, dude.
1: Yeah, thank you man. <laughs> yeah, I I
0: that. God, we're talk, we talking we talked like ten minutes on that spot alone. That's that that's how good that spot was. Yeah. You know okay. <laughs> We have actually another one more question from Dan. He wants to know Do you think the botch actually he- um was helpful to your career in terms of getting your name out there? I thought it was awesome you owned it and even made your t shirts. Um I don't know what botch he's referring to. So
1: um that's interesting actually Uh, so the botch that he's referring to um, there's a video in 2018 2019 Uh, January 2019 uh, of a guy (coughs) he is at a let's wrestle show and um, he's about to perform a shooting star off of a turnbuckle Um, that is me so what happened was in this uh, in this particular spot that was actually the finish, the shooting star, and I've actually been I've actually done it quite a few times prior to that. Um, and what happened going here into the into it at this time was uh, I looked up, the ceiling seemed a little low, and I normally jump really high, uh, so the ceiling seemed a little low. So what I tried to do was undercut how high I was. You know, jumping, but in doing so, I didn't move myself forward, uh, and so basically, I did a shooting star onto uh, onto the post, and I landed on outside. But the most famous thing about it, and which is, he's talking about the boss because it went viral. Um, and what happened was, right before it, I said "fuck it," and then I went for it, and then I, you know, fucked myself. Um, So that is what he's referring to and that's why he's saying, oh, I think it's cool that you owned it and you made shirts out of it because I actually do have a shirt uh, that says fuck it with uh, the U actually being me uh, doing the flip and then the I uh, being the turnbuckle. Um, So – and that I'm, I'm not going to take full credit for that at all. Uh, I thought of the idea of having a shirt, um, but Anthony Green uh, was the main one that was like, yo, bro, you need to make a shirt out of this. And then, like, the rest of the group that I'm in for the New England Pro Wrestling Academy was like, bro, if you don't make a shirt, you're dumb. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I did make a shirt out of it and I did get some pretty good sales off of it. Um, I don't know that it actually helped uh i mean i guess more people know my name so yeah sure i guess it did help a little bit it's just um i didn't really do too too much with it uh just because like um sure it happened but like i first off when promoting like the shirt sales and stuff like that i'm still kind of new into whole like social media po- uh like promotion promoting yourself kind of thing um so like I um did know how often I should have posted it, and I didn't want to like badger everybody, especially after like a day or two, because everybody was saying "fuck it." So like <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to like keep like annoying everybody and getting blocked or whatever the case was. So I kind of you know eventually just kind of weaned you know myself off of social media with like posting about that because um, I didn't want to annoy anybody or whatever. Uh, so. I more or less just kind of let it die uh, and I am now trying to kind of do do a little something else more or less uh, with just being me instead of the fuck it kid so
0: well I love that dude I, I saw that video and I'm like I didn't oh shit I just realized right now as we're talking that was you I did not know that was you
1: yeah that was me that was fun
0: it was a fun time. <laughs> you know,
1: very but home, but it was fun.
0: <laughs> very cool, man. Um, dude, like I got to know a lot about you today. Like we, this was this was so awesome talking to you.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, there's actually one other question that because uh, I I shared the post too because you 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 posted that, but I shared it. There's one more question uh that actually my brother posted um and it was more or less because he knew that I moved uh, and he's he asked uh well what's next for me uh you know now that I moved and you know we're all dealing with this covid um I guess I'll say that uh the fact that I moved now we're dealing with all this right now it's just a bunch of setting um I am consistently watching wrestling and I'm consistently trying to like figure out, uh, the, the psychology part of it. Cause you know, doing, doing all the athletic stuff or whatever, that's cool and all. But if you don't understand psychology, then you don't understand wrestling basically. So, um, and that's an issue that, that I've struggled with in the past. So I'm, uh, doing a lot of that so that I can become a better, uh, person, performer, uh, wrestler, pro wrestler, whatever you want to call it, uh, just as a whole, um, and as soon as COVID lifts a little bit, where we're able to actually start training. Oh, I've also been training too, like uh, you know, working out and making sure that I still have my gas in the tank, because I don't want to go to my first training session and being blown up. Um, <laughs>
0: but,
1: but yeah, outside of that, um, I, uh, I, I, you know, as soon as as soon as the first place opens for me to be able to train. Uh, i've already found a place and while when i I actually visited here where i am uh in december uh for like christmas time i visited family and stuff so again as i said earlier i have family down here so i found a place that uh that i could train at um and i trained down here when i was in over here for for uh for christmas time and um that's the place i'm basically gonna go to right now for now uh but uh again the overall goal is to you know pick back up where i sort of left off or just start anew um and just wrestle man as much as i can learn as much as i can and just become an overall better performer and hopefully get to the top of the world with this thing
0: yeah man you know i wish you all the best of luck after all this is over um i hope to see you up in new england again hopefully you know maybe as some you know shows in my neck of the woods
1: yeah for sure
0: but yeah man you know before i let you go <laughs> drop drop some plugs where can the uh where can the nerves of wrestling find find you
1: uh awesome i appreciate that so of uh twitter uh god i was gonna say snapchat I, i'm not on that thing <laughs> uh t- twitter instagram uh my handle is Antoine seven nicholas that is a-n-t-o-i-n-e uh the number seven N I C O L A S. Um, that is also an email if anybody, you know, for any reason wants to book me in the future um, at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, just on Facebook, it is Antoine Nicholas. Uh, I have a personal page and a like page. Feel free to like the like page, uh, but I'm also not going to really bite that hard, I guess, or bite at all. So feel free to go ahead and um, add me as a friend because I'm always open to meeting new people. So.
0: Dude, I love it. Antoine, I got I got it this time. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you so much again. Stay safe. And till next time, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks very
1: much, Justin. You have a great day. All right,
0: man. You too, buddy. Thank you. Bye. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.